Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Outspoken with White and Jordan. Hard-edged, hard-nosed, hard to beat. Where are you coming from in this one? Your 100% essential download. Jim White and Simon Jordan. You let this get out of control. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. Thanks for listening to Outspoken with White and Jordan. I'm Sam Matterface, and today myself and Alex Crook were sitting in for Jim and Simon. We were joined by the Arsenal invincible Martin Keown to react to the news that Constantine Hatsidakis will be back officiating matches next week after facing no punishment from the FA. We also took a look at the title run-in and with Arsenal and Manchester City approaching the business end of the season, we go in depth with the Arsenal invincible about his fears for the run-in. Now, after calls uh, for an eight-match ban in some quarters and fears for uh, a career in jeopardy, no further action is going to be taken against the assistant referee, Constant Hatsidakis, uh, following the incident involving Liverpool's Andy Robertson last weekend. Uh, Martin Keown is uh, with us in the studio. Um, Hatsidakis has been stood down um, over the course of this weekend. That was because there was an investigation into it, but the investigation has decided that there's no case to answer. This is what he said. I fully assisted the FA with their investigation, discussed the matter directly with Andy Robertson during an open and positive conversation. It was certainly not my intention to make any contact uh, with Andy as I pulled my arm away from him. And for that, I have apologised. I look forward to returning to officiating matches. This is common sense prevailing, isn't it, Martin? Well, I mean, listen, I, what I'm concerned about here is I just uh, that nobody really is, is above the law. And that includes the officials. Uh, we have to be obedient to the law. Now, the referee or linesman, whoever, they know that if they react in that way, they could be a level of trouble here. Now, I don't want to see a witch hunt and the ref and the lines, the assistant, end up in real hot water. But I would have thought that it would have been right and proper to have taken him out, officially taken him out for two or three matches. Well, to, to taken him out for the weekend while they did the investigation, but the investigation found that it was a natural reaction, a reaction, an an accident after pulling his arm away from Andy Robertson, who had grabbed that initially. Why do you want? I him don't back see that? that. I don't see that. I think they're working really hard to protect him. I think if that's a player, but there that was does a proper that. investigation done. Why do you disagree with it? You, well, they, well, they've had because, obviously lots of evidence. It's a democratic society, and we can have a free opinion, free opinion. And my opinion is different to yours. I don't feel that they've reacted in the right way. They, we cannot be, and it doesn't matter who you are, you have to be the right side of the law. And I don't believe that he is in this instance. Now, look, 
I understand he's a really nice guy. I actually feel he's a top linesman. What he should have done, Roberts, Robertson was completely out of order in all of this, but they can't react because then he's as bad, isn't he, as the players. And then we, we're getting far too much. I thought Keith Hackett was brilliant on this when he was talking about ref, you know, referees at the moment. Players are all around them, um, and it's really, very, very difficult. We've got, we seem to have got a culture where we, we don't give out too many red cards. If you look through the numbers and the figures and the yellow cards, there's been a little bit of... There's been a, higher, there's been a higher bar, and I think actually maybe the players are taking liberties. And maybe we have to create new rules where it's just the ref, it's just the captains that are able to approach officials, because we have a situation where everyone is around the ref, everyone's doing it, everyone's fighting for every decision. You want that kind of atmosphere in your players, but the officials don't need it. And I think this is someone who's trying to protect himself. And then I think he's trying to find the best possible way, like I would, to to, to word it to get out of it. But he has to be made responsible for his actions, and he's not. And now, honestly, I don't want to be virtuous and making that judgment, okay? But that's my opinion. And I think that somebody at a higher level should have said, you know what, let's just take him out for now. Jurgen Klopp, I know, has said he thinks the right thing's been done, but what else is for Jurgen to say in all of this? I, I well, don't think... Hold on, 03717 is the number to call. If you're listening to this and you disagree or agree with Martin, give us a call and tell us what you think. 03717 um, He has been held to account, though, Crook, hasn't he? Because... The uh, investigation has took testimony from everybody. Howard Webb and the FA obviously had to get explanations from not only the officials, but from Andy Robertson and from uh, Jurgen Klopp as well. If Jurgen Klopp's satisfied with it, then surely that means that the explanation has been satisfactory for almost all parties involved. What, why now need to take further action? Yeah, and uh, I'm interested to see how many people are going to ring in this morning and agree with, with Martin Keown, because I think most people are of the opinion, uh, as I am, that common sense has prevailed. I think Andy Robertson probably will be a little bit embarrassed with the way that he reacted at the weekend because he was the protagonist. He was the one in the, for the, in the face of the assistant referee. And I think rather than being a sort of vicious elbow attack, as maybe Martin is making out, it was just a natural reaction to shrug him off. I, I don't think he it was trying to elbow Andy Robertson. I think someone invaded his personal no, space. No, we know that. If I we, invaded we, your personal space, your, your reaction would be similar, I think. He didn't mean to, did he? He didn't mean to. I didn't mean to land on Van Nistelrooy when I jumped up well, in front of did. him. Well, you did. Look, but the thing is, he did, though, didn't he? And I suffered the consequences. I know this is very different, but I'm just... This this has been dealt with in slightly the wrong way. I think it's been I, dealt I, I with just, I, I, I don't agree. Appropriately. I think he should have had... This sort of suspension thing is like, OK, till we look further, let's look at it. And now they're saying, exonerating him, saying, well, look, I know I think there should have been just a couple of games and let's get one of our very best officials back on the pitch. But, but you, you, you said big... earlier you didn't want a witch hunt, but uh, they, these are the guys that have considered all the information, the evidence, and taken a different testimony from loads of different people. They've got more access to the information than you have, and yet you still want to get him banned. And also, there is an argument, Martin, is yeah. there not? If yeah, you, I if do, because I think the it's assistant... the right and proper thing, Sam. But if it's... you're going to ban the assistant, doesn't Andy Robertson need to be subject to some kind of disciplinary action as well? Well, yeah, I think he's you, probably you relieved just, just to draw Maybe a line that's under that's why Jurgen Klopp's very pleased it's been dealt Agreed. with in the way that it is, Agreed. being cynical. But we, we can't have a situation where the referees are, are above the law. I'm afraid. I'm, I'm going to stick with that stance. I don't look. We want. We're seeing now far too much of it. We've seen a referee pushed, haven't we? In recent weeks, um, Mitrovic has been pen, penalised. Everybody yeah. wanting Fernandez to be penalised too. Um, I, I think you're right about this one thing. Is it? In, is, was it Sam, for a minute? On. Was it? Just think of this for a minute. Human reaction. Okay. Was this a? Was this a linesman? Look at the size of him. Okay. He's someone in the street who's going to behave. He's behaved like he would in the street. He's seeing officials being harassed and he's not having any of it and he's reacting in the wrong way. That's the reality. 
but he's not being punished for that. And we're all happy okay. to we're happy to accept it. I don't think it was premeditated. I think it was instinctive reaction. I don't think there was any malice intended. Well, That's I, what you're I, saying, Martin. There's a lot of people that disagree with you, and maybe one or two that do agree with you. Oh three seven one seven double two double three double four. Our switchboard has gone absolutely really balmy. Uh, after you uh, uttered those phrases. I will agree with Martin on one thing, and I think that's that players now have to take a little bit more responsibility about the way they're behaving. The threshold for red cards has definitely gone up. The threshold for bookings has definitely gone up, and they're too busy Sam. to get involved with referees, Did mouthing off over every decision, and that's got to be taken away because people watching at home, kids watching at home, think that's yeah. the new okay. norm, Martin. Okay, so whenever we've done these debates, what we get is a, a reaction from grassroots because we don't want that to affect. We don't want young exactly. players. Right, but what we don't want then is officials reacting in the same way that this man reacted against Robertson. We need to spread that message too, Sam. It's not just one-way street. I agree. Let's go to Bobby, who's an Arsenal fan, who joins us on the phone now. He's called 03717 Hi, Bobby. Hello, mate. You all right? Yeah, good, thank you. What do you want to say to Martin Keown? I just want to say, mate, I think... Oh, I love Martin. Martin's a legend at the Arsenal. Martin, top man. But what I would say is, if that was a player that done that, they're definitely getting banned. And um, I don't see why he's not getting banned, the assistant. Because that was a player, 100%. He'd be getting a match ban for that, wouldn't he? Well, Bobby, there was an incident a few weeks ago with Alexander Mitrovic. And after all the video footage had been studied and all the testimonies in that incident given, he was given an eight-match ban. They've done an investigation in the last uh, few days in which they've decided that no further action, having considered similar information, uh, is to be taken. Why? Do not well, trust well, the, the FA and the PGMO to make the, the right only, decision. The only difference there is the, the other one was a player that done it and he got punished. This time it was a, an official. I don't, that's the only difference I've seen there and he's not been punished. So for me, they've missed one there. If they'd have punished him, they'd have set a precedent. And that, do you know what I mean? So it, it, if you can't do that, whether you're a player or a linesman. It's not the only difference, though, is it? It's a difference of malicious intent. Mitrovic was clearly yeah, very worked up. Yeah, but you just look at the way he moved his elbow. You, you don't just, you don't put your elbow up like that to get away from someone that touched your hat, surely. It's a swift I mean, movement, I've, I've Robbie, seen, isn't it? I've never seen someone do that with their elbow to get away from someone. Yeah, it's a, it's a swift movement of the arm. I, look... I believe this this uh, this guy now is involved in this hot water. I, I don't want he maybe he's listening to the show. I think he's a great guy. I think I've I've met him before. Um, I think he's a very good linesman. I, I don't actually feel he's not the one being dishing out the penalty for himself. I just think the people's the powers that be above him have just reacted in the wrong way. And maybe he should have just got a couple of games, uh, a rap on the on, on the knuckles. I, I'm pretty certain he's going through the grill at the moment because it's it's completely out of character. That's great, but we we do that. And then we have to sort of take the consequences and then we move on. But but I don't like the look. Welcome to the Coliseum of Confrontation. Outspoken with White and Jordan. Why is Martin such a hypocrite? He spends every week making excuses for players, but when an official makes a perfectly normal reaction to being approached and touched, Keown wants the official to suffer consequences, none of which would have happened if Robertson hadn't approached him in the first place. If a player had been investigated, he'd be insisting that was the end of the matter. Martin Keown is so hell-bent on player welfare. He wants a referee punished for shrugging off a player getting up close and personal when the game wasn't even being played. Let's get real here. Martin, what about referee welfare? Well, do you know, yeah, okay. I'm just, do you think that was a normal reaction, Sam? From the, to from, what? From the linesman? Yeah. I think he was trying to shrug him off, yeah. I do think you, he was... He, okay. When I watched so it, So why thought, do you think there's been such a clamour for, 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 for an independent review or what... It's not review? something that happens very often. Correct. And, so and he's got to be so, seen to be looking at it. So, he's, so he has, and he hasn't acted in the way that's fitting 
for an assistant referee, has he? No, he hasn't acted nor in a normal situation because no. it's not and a situation we'll all, that happens we'll all, very often. We'll all take it on board because we all want to be on his side, okay? And it's very important that we have respect within the game. I'm not necessarily I'm saying, saying, I'm saying the be, FA haven't dealt with it. it. I don't believe they dealt with it correctly. I do believe Why? they should. What they do should, you think they should have done? We should have had a couple of games at least publicly. There just has to be some jeopardy for that behaviour. But why are you being judge and jury on this situation and not I, accepting the outcome of an FA investigation? Because I have, my, I have my own view on it. I'll are accept, you more informed than I the FA I will accept panel? the FA's report on this or their decision, but I don't believe it's the right one. And I, let's and go to Manchester United. Perhaps it would have been, there perhaps would have been a clamour to protect this assistant. OK, let's see what the clamour says. Uh, 03717223344. There's lots of people clamouring to get on the airways. Ben's a Manchester United fan. What do you want to say? Yeah, I just I, I've listened to Martin's barrage of uh, I, I like the referee. I'm really good with him. Um, I, I get on well with him, but I want him banned. They want him banned and reprimanded for three games for what? His investigation has took place. He's done nothing wrong. So you want a guy to be reprimanded for a natural reaction? Uh, and also, Martin, you said about not being above the law. We should all not be above the law. We should abide by it, and we should set an example to grassroots football. Do you feel you set an example to grassroots football? This is not about me. This is not... Don't turn this to no, me it, about it me. Is. No, it no, isn't. No, no, it is. It isn't. It it's is. not about... This you're, is about, this your, is about this so assistant like referee who makes... You're entitled you're, not you're, you're at all. to your opinion. I'm enlightened to my opinion. This, uh, you think that's a natural reaction to throw your arm back into someone's face? Do you think it's normal? Do you think what you did to Van Nistelrooy was normal? Oh, here we go. So we've got a Manchester United fan who wants to take it all the way back for 20 years ago. No, yeah. no, hold on, no, but no, are no. you mischaracterising the elbow there, Martin? Because he didn't throw the no. arm back to yeah. try and hit him in the face. He didn't look over his shoulder and was, see if he could was find it, out where was Andy Robertson was. Was it the behaviour befitting of a responsible assistant or referee on a match day? It was a shrug. Well, the FE investigation has found that, that, is a, that it is. And I feel that they're wrong. Robertson approaching okay. the referee, putting the referee under that stress. No I agree with that. So I, I agree one, with that. One, one, but one why? Thing I do agree with look, you, Sky missed an opportunity it, it, to clip a moment when he was actually in the referee's face, the linesman or assistant's face. Yeah. Okay. They missed that opportunity. At that point, the flag should have been raised. He should have called over the referee, yeah, yeah. and he should have been dealt with it. Now he held on to that. I believe he held on to that animosity, and when he heard that same voice in the back of his ear, he threw his arm. He That's didn't what I believe. Throw his arm. There was a quick well, movement. Was a, there was a movement. There was a, we had Keith Hackett on the on the radio, a very balanced individual, uh, on Monday, and he said, "Look, the speed at which that arm was thrown, I think it needs to be looked at." Now, why the FA have missed that? Well, they have looked at it. They, they've looked at it, but how have they missed that then? But they, they haven't missed it. They've looked at it, they've seen it, and they've made a judgment call on it. And you're now having a go at the judgment that they've made because it's yeah, not am. agreeing with your opinion. I am. Yeah. So do you think that Andy Robertson should have been banned as well? I think he needs to be reprimanded for his behaviour. I think Kurgan Klopp's pretty delighted they've dealt with this way because he doesn't feel any kind of But if everybody else is so happy about it, why, why do you want That's people banned the, the, and taken the, the out wide, of the game? The wider, issue, the wider issue here is one of the players reacting too much and around. They're in the face of the referee for every decision, every single moment now. And I think we all agree that that needs That's tempering. Wrong. That's where the problem is. And, and at the moment, you look at the you look across Europe and you see the number of red cards and the yellow cards. We're way below the rest, so our referees are not taking a heavy hand at all. Maybe they should, and then this sort of thing wouldn't be happening. But it's hold, about hold on. There, there's well, almost a hundred uh, red cards in in Spain, and there's a lot. There's almost ten percent of that in the UK, and the reason for that is because we have a physical nature to our game, and that's okay. We well, don't you'd want expect, to you'd expect more than when you Sam. Week. You'd expect more. 
I think, the, more. I think we've had a level of the referees loosening their control, and now you're seeing you're seeing these reactions Look, from the players. You want proper challenges. You argue all the time for, for no, for no. Robertson has drawn. Robertson has drawn that from the from the assistant. But that's different. He? That's completely different. You're talking about red cards for serious foul conduct and big and bad fouls. The FA should be looking at a way. Behaviour is the issue. I believe the eight behaviour is the issue. Sam, one second. Champions Brooke League. Champions League this week. Okay. The referees were asking the captains to come and speak to them. Didn't want any bit of the players. They're pushing everyone away. We need the same thing in the Premier League. You're right. But therefore, from an optics point of view, if you punish the assistant for what Sam and I obviously feel was an instinctive reaction, you, you think there was more malice and more intent in that. Ultimately, only the assistant will truly know the answer. And that's probably why the FA have had to reach the conclusion they have. But if you were to ban this official for in your mind, reacting in the face of provocation from a player, then you're basically giving players a free pass to berate referees. No, no, you no. talked about grassroots level. There's a massive issue in this country with referees being both verb verbally and physically assaulted at grassroots level. So surely it isn't the right thing for the FA to do to, yes, to hang this guy out to dry, okay. which is effectively what you're asking yeah, but for. So we, let's not see grassroots football, though. This weekend, the linesman elbowing somebody uh, on, on the pitch. We can't just have it one way. We we well, want to so, have. So you're so you're now equating the idea of uh, of Constantine Haxitarkis being uh, uh, making a reaction to Andy Robertson coming over and approaching him to a grassroots ref, uh, referee no, no. now being given license no, to no. elbow I'm players. I'm responding. That's not what's I'm happening. responding. You two like a tag team. I'm responding to Alex's claim about the grassroots football. That's why I mentioned grassroots football. Okay, grassroots in football is really important and the optics are important. And you've mentioned about the optics and the optics are clear. What we're trying to do is try to create a game where people feel comfortable to get involved in it. And referees at the moment are, are finding it very difficult to be attracted to the game. Or we're finding it very difficult to attract referees to the game because of the situations that people find themselves in where players are constantly harassing them uh, on Sunday mornings, on Saturday afternoons, yes. it's, it's become a and real I've problem. That. Sam, I've sat here saying it's too much. The players, every single decision, it's ridiculous. You want them to be up for it. You want them to, you almost have to. It's like um, they take every decision from the referee personally and then there's this become really aggressive. And I think this is really, as a legacy of that, it's, the linesman has tried to protect himself. He's fed up with it. But he, they just need to have the laws where they can just say, okay, anyone who approaches the referee, we're booking you get away or he walks to a safe place or he brings the captains to him we have to be looking at ways that we can improve this because otherwise we're getting these incidents that happen and they occur because the players are being too aggressive this is why this has happened Andy Liverpool fan is there hello hi hi guys um, great show as always um, I'm also a qualified referee and I have been for 23 years so um, I've got I can see both sides of this argument but I agree with Mark I think the assistant referee in this instance is very lucky. Um, if that had been two players, and even if there was no intent, if one player had raised his elbow to another player um, in those instances, even walking off at half time, it would have been a red card, and there would be um, uh, you know a three months match ban for, um, for 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 violent conduct. I think he's very very lucky. Um, yes, I agree with everything Marty just said with regards to. Captains should only approach um, officials. I think in, at grassroots, what's really helped at grassroots level is sin bins. But I don't think mm. colleagues use the, the, the yellow card for dissent for a sin bin often enough. But I would like to see it right the way to up the pyramid. Um, I, and I think if players, if teams were looking at being down to 10 or maybe nine um, uh, players 
as a, for 10, 10 minutes as a result of a sin bin, they'd stop it. They'd, it, would, it would stop instantly. Uh, so many people texting us as well. Some of them, <laughs> some of them quite, quite, quite aggressive as well. Uh, why is Martin, uh, how is Martin uh, Keown uh, still going on about this? Um, <laughs> Martin, someone said that you should be banned. Um, for giving this, this, this point of view. Well, put me up in front of the FA and let's see what happens. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Download, stand well back, listen. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. Manchester City are in action once again. They take on Leicester City. have got a new manager in charge. Um, how is Martin Keown's view on the treble pursuit from Manchester City and what is the impact going to be on the title race? They were particularly impressive, I thought, on Tuesday night. Mm. I was at the Etihad on Tuesday night. Uh, I thought they were imperious. If they continue that form till the end of the season, how under threat are Arsenal? Well, of course you will, because it's just across the road from where you live, Sam, isn't it? So, but um, I did the ten to one show down in London, I and see. I went up to do the, the Oof, Manchester game. I tell game. you what, people, doctors and nurses, all the work they do, goodness <laughs> me, you're complaining again. <laughs> um, I wasn't complaining. I was quite happy just to rush okay. over it. I was just trying to create a narrative, but um, yeah. no, I think <laughs> I, I think City. I, do, do you know what? They, the way that team keeps evolving, the way the manager keeps. I mean, Stones now going into midfield. Brilliant, isn't it? So he's not going from a right back position the other night. He's going from a centre centre half position. So I think the manager there's quite magnificent. I think they're a, they're at field tilt now. They're at boiling point, which he couldn't quite get in earlier in the season. Harland as well with his goals um, is a really good addition. He had an assist and a goal the other night. I thought he was. There were so many good performances from the City team. They're all clicking yeah. now all at once. Um, so yeah, that's why we, you know, as an Arsenal man, we're looking at things. Well, I think Arsenal are performing incredibly well. Um, West Ham away, they just got to go and win that one. You say you say it's easy to say it. You have got to go and do it. Manchester, Manchester City will play, of course, on Saturday. They'd have that. The gap gets a bit closer. 
I don't think the Arsenal players should be looking at the table. I think they just concentrate on their opponent. They are two great teams, aren't they? I mean, it's been a joy to watch Arsenal this season. The first 20 minutes of the game against Liverpool last weekend, I thought they were absolutely magnificent. They really are an attractive team to watch. Manchester City, similarly brilliant, but I've been doing it over a longer period of time. How much does experience and mentality decide what happens in this title race, Crook, do you think? Well, Martin's probably better placed uh, than me to answer that question, but I think it does. It, it works both ways um, because for me still, all of the expectation is on Manchester City because they are they are the finished article in many ways. They're, they're used to they're used to completing this course and jumping the final fence and crossing the winning line. If we're using Grand National analogies, you look at Arsenal. The beautiful thing for me about Arsenal this season has been that fearlessness of youth embodied by the likes of Bukayo Saka and Gabriel Martinelli, who've been two of my favourite players to watch in the Premier League this season. Even Martin Odegaard, who is at relatively young age to be a captain. You've got Ben White, who will publicly admit that he won't be watching what Manchester City do against Leicester because he doesn't really like football. And actually, that's not a bad attitude to have because people are saying it's in Manchester City's hands. It is. But the beauty of this title race is that it's in Arsenal's hands as well. If they avoid defeat at the Etihad, their destiny stays in their own hands. So I think it's it's so fascinating because you've got two teams at such different stages of their development. And I think it's all set up for a, a brilliant finish. You look at Manchester City's fixtures... Apart from that Arsenal game and maybe Brighton away, they should win the lot. I think they probably will win the lot. But there's always a twist, isn't there? There's, there's, there's going to be a game where you expect Manchester City and Arsenal to win comfortably and they, they'll come unstuck. Who knows? Yeah. It could, I mean, there's a, there's a it little could run. be at London Stadium. There's a little run of Man City, Chelsea and Newcastle. And we know how well Newcastle are doing. Of course, at St. James's Park. It's an away game for, for Arsenal. I, I just feel that it's a very interesting one after the Liverpool game because you go in front. Does it almost feel like a defeat when you're winning? You know, we're not comfortably, but you're two 0 up. I don't. I think the players need to respond and show they're not affected. They're not affected by what happened. You lick your, your wounds. You go back to the next week and you just you get you get on with it. And there is a kind of a, a nice naivety about this group. They're the youngest team in the in the Premier League, and they're doing great things. And they just got to keep on that journey and look at it's it as an, as an adventure. You know, enjoy the moment. No fear should come into them. They've just got to love it. It's a very different emotion, and you can't let fear come into your mind. You've got to go Martin, for it. Are they slightly helped by the fact that they have less fixtures than Manchester City? Manchester City are playing every three days between now and the end of the season. They could have as many as 15 games between now and the end of the campaign if things go their way. Whereas Arsenal have got nothing else to worry about apart from um, the Premier League. They've been slightly helped as well by the fact that after the Manchester City game, their game with Chelsea has been moved to the following week. Those two games, by the way, absolutely pivotal. In fact, Southampton on Friday night next week, Manchester City away and Chelsea at home. All three of those games are live on TalkSport, live and exclusive to TalkSport. So it's definitely the place to be. Um, if indeed that they managed you know, to, to get over the line, will it be because their course has been a little bit less arduous? <clears throat> yeah, I think I, I said it was almost a blessing in disguise. I don't like to say that when you go out of a competition, but that obviously thinned things out from an Arsenal point of view. They've already had, you know, one or two injuries, players, key players out. Saliba's not available 
right now. Tommy Atsu is out for the rest of the season. Jesus just coming back. Thought he looked brilliant, by the way, at the weekend. But, you know, we weren't even in, a, in Europe last season. So Arsenal's squad, they're not carrying the same number of players. This is about developing, building a group and a squad. Whereas Man City have had 10 years of successive Champions Leagues. All the wealth that comes from that, their squad is packed out with players. I mean, when I look at the, the, the way this team is... I mean, Grealish now is actually playing now the best football I've ever seen him play. Oh, you know, his ball retention. They didn't even give the ball away ever now. No, but he's fitter now. He can run forward. He can run backwards. He do, he makes things happen. But he's got all of his passes. These players are extremely technical. De Bruyne, um, you've got Gundogan. He's got all of his passes. Like Bernardo Silva. I mean, w- the way he played the other night was was quite remarkable. So what you've got to do is stay away from that. If you're an Arsenal player, just stay away from that. We, in the, back in the day... Well, don't when we, watch it. Back in the don't day... You, back you in the day, watch their game on Tuesday When it was night, us no. and Manchester United, everybody was going berserk about Manchester United. I don't care. I'm not even going to look at it. Let's see what you do when you play us. And then the seasons that we won it, we went to, we went to um, our rival stadium and we won. Maybe Arsenal could do that at Man City. Maybe they could turn it around. No one thinking that for a moment. But that would be the sort of... What would be in my head is, OK, let's have surprise everybody. You know, we won it in 98, we won at Old Trafford, we won the remaining 10 games. Then in, I, then I in 2002, we won it actually at Old Trafford. No one expected that to happen. So Real you have talk, to beat it? your rival somewhere. And what better place to do it than away from home? I, I wonder whether or not that game in the FA Cup actually just made people raise an eyebrow or two or, or put it into people's mind that, that Arsenal could go to Manchester City and win. Because on that night, Manchester City played pretty much their first team and Arsenal made a number of changes. I don't think they lost much in defeat that Friday night. Um, but we talked about course and distance. You, you mentioned as well about the, the idea of not watching your uh, opponents get towards the end of the, the season. Is that is that because you are... We, we would be frightened to watch them. You'd be sort of affected by the quality of their play. It would play on your mind. No, because it just it's what we do that matters. And if everybody wants to build up the opposition, you know, there was times when you, as a player, you put match of the day on as a player and you think, oh, here they go again. Man United this, Man United that. Let's see how they are when they play us. You know, it was, it was kind of great to get on the same pitch where reputations uh, go out the window. It's you against how- me. How good is it, though, Crook, to have a title race like this for the Premier League? I think it's fantastic, and 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 I agree with you in in lots of ways. I think, of course, you do. If we can put an, if we can put a neutral, that's not normally <laughs> the case. But if we can put a neutral hat on for the good of the Premier League, Arsenal winning it would be a fantastic story. I don't think we want to see Manchester City win it. Again. I don't think there's Man United fans out there thinking that. I don't think there's Spurs well, that, fans well, out there thinking that. Man United that. fans don't want Just Man City a, to win it. It's a day of honesty on this show today. Well, they I don't. don't think they're thinking that. But, but what makes you it, un- what makes it unbearable Professionally is, 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 is people so like Martin Keown and my father-in-law who are going to be so unhumble in victory if it does happen. And that's why they're trying to be no, humble no, now. True. And so but, it's not our title to win, it's Manchester City's. No, it's not. You're six points clear. That's not at all because whenever we were able to win the league or whenever... You know, I've been on the receiving end of Spurs. I've always been very gracious. And I, I actually thought Spurs this year were going to do a whole lot better than they did. I thought it was the strongest Spurs squad I've seen in years. And I don't think they should have got rid of their, their Conte either. Uh, it's interesting, it might even turn up at Chelsea. And I don't think Tuchel should have been sacked. You're watching all these decisions. I, w- I just say what I believe. And I just I just feel that um, I'm, I'm trying to be impartial. Of course, I have a love for Arsenal. But I just think we just need to keep a lid on it 
in terms of because what Arsenal are up against, Man City are, are absolutely they're, they're, unbelievable. They're, they're up against the best team at closing out a season. City have collected 145 yeah. points in the last 10 matches of the last six seasons combined. It's more than any other team. It's an absolutely outrageously good record, and it's to do with mentality, isn't it? And and, and experience does go a long way, doesn't it? These are cup finals, the Sam. These, these are cup finals for Man City, playing every game on the edge. And it's producing their best football. They need to be in this zone for them for them to be. I, I think the manager almost accused them of getting a bit complacent. You know, there was a little bit of inconsistency just fell from their incredible high standards. But you know, are they going to go into the Sheffield United FA Cup game uh, fearful? Of course not. I, I don't think they'd be fearful. I think we ought to respect. Um, Sheffield United having put Spurs out and the way that they've travelled through the competition themselves. And promotion but, might be almost done by then, by the way. So it, they might have nothing to, to fear at all. Yeah, and then, they, then they've got Arsenal and that's their team that they want to prove, you know, we're better than you, you're on our home ground, Let's, we did it to Bayern, we'll do the same to you. So that makes for a cracking game. And away at Fulham, I mean, they've got West Ham at home. I'd sooner be playing West Ham at home than playing them away. Although, you know, let's see what happens in all these fixtures, Sam. Yeah, I'm going to that Manchester City Arsenal game live for Talksport. I mean, I would do, wouldn't I? Because it's only 15 minutes from my house, as you've already pointed out. Uh, well, that's handy. Your 100% essential download. Outspoken with White and Jordan. Thanks for listening to Outspoken with White and Jordan. We're back on Monday with Jim and Simon back on the air. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.